Hello, everyone. I'm Rachel Zabonik Chanko, and welcome to the Club Solutions Magazine podcast. The following conversation features EK Nabin, the co founder of Regimen Fitness and The Covery. We talk in depth about recovery, including the latest trends, examples of what consumers are looking for, how to monetize recovery, and more. If you've been looking to incorporate recovery into your business model, this is a conversation you're not going to want to miss. Enjoy. This edition is sponsored by Club Solutions Mastermind Groups. The Club Solutions Mastermind Groups offer peer-to-peer support that's affordable, convenient, and for all levels of health club management. Go to clubsolutionsmgx.com for more information. EK, always nice to talk to you, see you. Welcome to the Club Solutions Magazine podcast. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me again. Yeah. Well, um, you know, for those who aren't familiar with you, can you give them a little bit of background on your um, history in the fitness industry, how long you've been in it, and what led you to Regimen Fitness? Absolutely. So I've been in the fitness business for, gosh, going on 25 years now. Um, I got out of college, I had a degree in exercise phys and kinesiology background, and I went to work as a personal trainer. And that was the <clears throat> that was the joke in my family was, hey, you went to college for four years, and now you're a trainer. And I was like, well, this is exactly what I wanted to be. This is, I knew that field was, was kind of infinite. And so I started my background with personal training. And then in around 2006, I got involved with the, the um, equipment side of the industry. I went to work with Free Motion Fitness and kind of cut my teeth and learning how to work with vendors. And over the course of my career, I probably worked with about 11 or 12 different vendors. You know, some <laughs> of them I left voluntarily. Others, you know, asked me to leave. So <laughs> I know most of them. I know most of those guys really well. Um, and the whole time I've been involved in the fitness industry, I've always had what I like to call my side projects. So I've always been involved and had a personal training company or have been involved in trying to build a side brand. And it just, it, it really took me 20 plus years to, to become well-rounded enough with enough good networks to, to finally start to make a name for, for myself and kind of what I really want to do in this industry. So it's been exciting, but it's been, been 20 plus years. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. It's fun to wear the hat of club owner and I've gotten to wear the hat of personal trainer, front desk person, salesperson to that club person, and now kind of consultant to these club owners. So it's, it's been very, very fun because I've, I've been at the very top and I've been at the very bottom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that type of experience is really invaluable. It is. Yeah. Well, um, for those who don't know, uh, Tell me a little bit about Regimen Fitness, yeah. um, how many locations you guys are, what the concept is, and then, you know, go ahead and let me know a little bit about the recovery too, because I know that's a oh. recent thing that you guys launched. Absolutely. So we started Regimen Fitness. I met my partners in 2017. Um, prior to that, I was running something. I had started a concept called Red Zone. And what I was doing was kind of putting that hit concept, but I went to big box health clubs and I said, look guys, you know, you're going to have you probably have a boutique down the road. You know, you probably have a, an orange theory or potentially at that time, F45 was just getting to the market. And, you know, I just saw a need inside of health clubs for something other than traditional group training. You know, part of my background was I did spend time working with Les Mills, who's a wonderful organization. And, I, you know, I got to see how they did things. And I said, look, why aren't we doing a hit type model in a big box? So we started with Red Zone and it was, it was wonderful for us. I got Red Zone into around 15 locations across the country. Um, and it was just, we learned so much because we learned that th- these were people that were already working out. 
And they expected more out of that hit workout. You know, they, they wanted a little bit of CrossFit in there. They wanted a little bit of boxing in there. They wanted that variety, but nobody out there was really combining them. So I spent a couple of years trying to prove the model in big box health clubs and it, and it worked really well. And from there, I was fortunate enough to, to meet who are, who are now my partners um, at URSA in 2017. I was actually working for Active Solutions at the time in the booth. And these gentlemen came in, I met them and we hit it off. Um, you hear stories all the time about people going to entrepreneurs saying, hey, I want to invest in you, but successful ones are, are few and far between with these partnerships. So I really was fortunate. And so Regimen was born out of wanting to keep several different workouts under one roof and create a studio where we could have different formats, but it wasn't hard to switch from one format to the next. So in doing that, we started Regimen out with, with really three concepts. We have what we call burn and burn is the workout that includes treadmills. It's two different weight rooms. It's got some ski ergs and assault bikes. So it's got something for everybody. If you love cardio, it's there. If you hate cardio, we're like, Hey, take it easy on the treadmill section and kill it in both weight rooms. So it gives people some variety. Then from that, we said, look, we want something that is more geared towards lifting based. So put a program in called build. And with build, we brought in battle ropes, Olympic bars, heavier kettlebells. And we focused on, we really focused on growing muscle, not so much the raw, raw, you know, let's go, go, go. It was more of that compound lifts, take it a little bit slower. And it was really eye-opening because a lot of our, a lot of our clientele weren't aware that they could lift heavier weights because yeah. in like a burn concept and typical hit concept, sometimes you don't get enough rest and you don't, you don't pick those heavy weights because you want to finish a certain amount of reps. And then from there, we wanted to have a little bit of boxing. So we introduced something called box and the, the concept behind box was really fun to begin with. I always think if you, you know, if you have kids or see these kids, you know, it's five and six years old, you can throw a tantrum in public anytime you want. It's perfectly acceptable. But as an adult, there, you know, you look like that guy's nuts. What's he doing? <laughs> you know, he's going off and this and that. So with box, we said, look, sometimes you just want to punch something. We're not trying to create fighters in here. So with boxing, we brought it and we have, we have some heavy bag work. We have work where people do agility and some groundwork on some bags. And then we have a weight room version. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about the covery as yeah. well. The covery, I'm super excited about the covery right now. Um, I started looking into recovery about three years ago. And about three years ago, I said, this is going to be the buzzword, I think, in about five to five to six years. It got here a little faster than that. And I think we have to we have to thank the guys from, you know, Normatech, HyperIce, um, even Theragun, those groups out there. They've done a great job on putting modalities out there that the general public has, has started to pay attention to. And so when I first looked at recovery, I said, this is going to be great. You know, we've got some red light. We've got some compression. People are going to get instant gratification, which is nice. And that was the idea. It was a very simple idea when we first started this concept and I was putting it together. Fortunately, I had about three years to put the covery concept together because we were working diligently on regimen. So covery was just being built kind of in the background on the side. When COVID hit, we made a major pivot. We looked at covery at that point in time and said, man, we have got to be more. We can't just be compression and red light, you know, that's just, that's not really what recovery is. 
So because of COVID, it gave us time to really formulate an entire, an entire platform. So with recovery, we now have medical options as well as non-medical options for recovery centers. And what I mean by that is we have, we went out and we've got an MD, MD advisory board, you know, with, with our medical director, nurse practitioners, we are buying our licenses in, in every state so we can practice there. And with that, I saw an interesting article today, actually on LinkedIn, it was by Pew Research Center. And they were talking about the emergence of medical and medical fitness or medical fitness and fitness. And they made the comment that, you know, 84% of the public trust doctors and 85% of the public trust nurses. How much percent of the public trust fitness people is the question. So, and that's not, it's not a bad thing. It's not a negative comment. It's just, it's a fact of where our industry is. So by merging these two, we felt as though that the regimen right next to recovery, we're offering that perfect scenario. Even if they're not next to each other, we wanted our members to understand that the game has changed. You know, recovery is essential. And I look back to my career, and I'm sure a lot of people on this podcast will feel the same way. I used to brag about working, you know, getting up at 3 a.m., and you know, training my clients, then doing my other jobs, this and that, and then going to bed at midnight. So I would brag about how well I functioned off three hours sleep. And now when I've looked at the science of it and I, I really understand how the body works, how the mind works, I'm like, man, that was the, that was the worst thing I could have ever done. I, I probably literally took years off my life. So there's a, there's a lot of people in my age group and really every age group that have never really thought about the fact that if you're not recovered, you can't really make any gains in any aspect of your life from fitness through personal, through career goals. So that's really where the recovery started to be born out of was understanding we have to be better at self-care. Yeah. So yeah. that's the biggie. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously gyms are starting to recognize the value of recovery. Consumers are as well. Um, can you give me some examples of different types of recovery offerings yeah. that you feel like clubs can incorporate that, you know, consumers Absolutely. are looking for? And that's where there's, there's the medical and the non-medical portion. So right now, one of the biggest trends is IV therapy and to do IV therapy, actually, that's where you have to have a medical professional involved. Okay. And that's where you'll have RNs in the clinics and things like that. But we also talk about what the public trusts. They love to see that. So with us, we are working with clubs right now on, we'll start with IV infusion. And with that, that's wonderful. I always tell people this, people are like, why do I need an IV? Well, we know we're walking around dehydrated to begin with. But if you think about this, and this sounds insane, but if you were to lose a toe or break an arm and an ambulance comes and picks you up, what's the first thing they do? They put an IV in you. Yeah. And, you know, it's not addressing the specific problem, but what it's doing is, is addressing that it's opening the door to better health. So we start with IVs. Um, we also work a lot with NAD therapy. NAD is tremendous for reduction of brain fog. Um, it's tremendous for healing at a cellular level. It's a phenomenal product that's got so much research on it. We're just starting to see real world applications. So I always tell people, let's build a banana split here. So we start with an IV. That IV is gonna get that body saturated. It puts nutrients in it. Then from there, are we going down a pain management route? Are we going down an aesthetic route? Are we going down just a general wellness route? And that's how we start to mix the modalities. So again, from an IV, the next step is cryotherapy. We absolutely love cryotherapy, 
The reason we love it is it's instant gratification. When you get in that chamber, you're freezing your ass off. There's no two ways around it. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, can, I've done it. It's crazy. <laughs> especially the, the cryo build. We love those guys. Their, their research is, is, is top notch. Their product is top notch. So when you get in that, when you get in that electric chamber, you're like, I don't know if I'm going to survive this thing, right? But when you get out of it, you kind of want to turn around and get right back in because you feel so good. So we tell people a lot, start with EIV, then go to cryotherapy, and we, we give them the science behind the cryo and what it's going to do. And then from there, we talk about hyperbarics. You know, hyperbaric oxygen chambers are, I think it is the essential recovery tool. It, it really is. And if we're not getting enough oxygen to our body, we can never heal. It's impossible. So oxygen is that really that ultimate drug. So we talk a lot about the hyperbarics. And then from there, we also include many other modalities. We have compression, which is very simple to get people into. Um, we've taken it a step further and brought in something called Balancer Pro. And Balancer Pro is lymphatic drainage. And so it's lower body compression is phenomenal for blood flow. It feels good. When you get into this lymphatic drainage, it's really all about immunity. It's about skincare. It's about losing cellulite if you've got it. It's just about healing the body. It's insane what the Balancer Pro does. Um, so we really try to start to mix all of these modalities together. And on top of that, you know, we're playing with a lot of new things. Another one we look at is PEMF. And the reason we brought PEMF in is essentially picture yourself. It should look like a grape. Most of our cells look like raisins at the end <laughs> of the day. So PEMF brings that cell back to that grape type size, which essentially we're talking about optimizing health, optimizing cellular function. So when we look at what we're doing in the recovery with recovery with health clubs, it's all about better blood flow. It's all about getting better oxygen to the body. It's also all about recovering the mind. Um, you know, a couple of things about HBOT that are really interesting is your brain consumes 20% of your oxygen level. So if you, if you really start to think about that, that's why hyperbarics are so critical to people that might have autism or any type of, you know, any type of really disease. We know if we can get oxygen to there, it's going to help you think clear. It's going to help the body recover much better. Um, so I know I kind of went off on a tangent there, but what we're doing with health clubs in general is saying, okay, guys, you can do this as little as 400 to 500 square feet. But what we need to do is pick the most powerful modalities that tell the story. I think the danger that we're going to see in the health club market, and, and this is my fear, and I hope it doesn't happen, is that we're gonna to start to see a lot more cryotherapy. We're gonna to start to see a lot more compression and we're gonna to start to see a lot of red light. I beg club owners not to give those away. Those are not just membership add-ons. That is an entire way to change somebody's lifestyle. So the yeah. most important thing for clubs to understand is everyone's gonna have these items. Whoever educates the consumer best wins. There has to be an outcome-based program here yeah so we're working with several clubs right now who say hey we want the medical component and other clubs say we don't really want the medical component but we want all these other aspects so that's where we we talk about really the therapy driven things thanks again to our sponsor club solutions mastermind groups the club solutions mastermind groups offer peer-to-peer -peer support that's affordable convenient and for all levels of health club management go to clubsolutionsmgx.com for more information Thank you.
I feel like it's a really exciting time for health clubs in terms of recovery because, I mean, the consumer just has a heightened fo- focus on wellness now, right? Absolutely. Coming out of, I think, again, coming out of COVID, everyone talked about the new normal and I kind of ignored it and thought, okay, who, who cares about this new normal? Well, I think we're all feeling the new normal now, and that is self-care is essential. If you are not taking care of yourself, there's no way that you can take care of the others around you. So you have to look at that on a practical level. If you are a, you know, a management CEO type level, whatever that is, if you have people under you or around you, you have to be your best on a daily basis. You can't be physically and mentally drained. And it's extremely tough in these times right now not to be both. So by taking the time and saying, hey, I don't need to necessarily work out seven days a week. That's actually, that's getting diminishing returns for me. Mm -hmm. What I need to do is work out three days a week and I need to recover the other three. Now they're going to start to see so much, so many better gains. Um, And the last part of that with COVID is mental wellness. Mental health right now is, is such a hot topic. And, you know, everyone's stress levels. The, the one common, the one common denominator we all have right now is stress. And it's, it's different levels for all of us, but that is what is killing everybody. Stress, lack of sleep. So I think everyone's realized I don't need to run myself into the ground anymore because I'm not getting anything out of it. And health clubs definitely need to start preaching that personal trainers need to start preaching that there's a whole new business model that I personally think will will overtake even fitness over the next 10 or 15 years. I, I do think it's going to be what, what we're seeing with recovery is people are coming into recovery that don't work out. And after they've been in recovery a little bit, now all of a sudden they're like, you know what? I'm feeling better. I think I'm ready to move where we thought we'd see the workout people come over and be like, well, let me recover because it's going to, it's really going to help me out. We haven't seen that as much as we've seen the non-workout people come for recovery that then turn into workout people. So yeah. I think it's important for gyms to understand that demographic of recovery is not just for your existing members. It's a whole new demographic and channel you can advertise towards. Yeah, that's fascinating. And obviously that's everyone's on high alert right now as to how they can reach the so-called other 80%. So this yes. is a great opportunity to it, do it, that. It really is. I mean, we, we go, we do a lot of stuff that people are like, and even I, I I've got a lot of therapies now that we're doing that. Five years ago, I would have looked at it and been like, that's garbage. There's no way that works. And just taking time to read the science and really understand how these applications work, it's, it's been phenomenal. We, we're bringing in something called BrainTap. And BrainTap is very interesting because it's the whole design of it is to get your mind to slow down. It's to get that delta wave, that theta wave, the things that feed our stress and recover our stress. It's to get all of that in line. And, you know, we talk a lot about meditation. People talk about a lot about just, you know, that it's that kumbaya moment of, okay, I've got to meditate, but how the hell do you meditate when you can't stop your mind from racing? Mm -hmm. So we were, we weren't sure we wanted to bring technology in to really handle the whole mental component because our whole thing is we're, we're on overload with technology all over the place and we're bombarded by it. So how can technology help you recover? The truth is most people don't know how to turn it off to even begin to meditate. So when we brought this brain tap in, it really has to deal with frequencies, light therapies, and vibration. And what's fascinating about it is 
what that does to your HRV and what that does to your overall ability to sleep, it's been, it's been mind blowing. You know, a 15 minute session with this is the same essentially as letting your body rest for an hour to an hour and a half. That doesn't sound like much, but when you only have an hour of free time in your day, my God, if I can make that hour better, I'm going to. Yeah. Very so that's powerful. been very eye-opening for us as the mental health part of this. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, you know, let's, you talked a little bit about um, implementation tips, but let's um, maybe take cryotherapy, for example. If someone does want to incorporate that into their club, how can they do it successfully? Successfully, the, the first step in cryotherapy is, is getting to know your product. I cannot strongly enough suggest going with electric cryotherapy. Um, and it's not a knock on the nitrogen industry at all, but nitrogen cryotherapy has been around a long time. And unfortunately, it's difficult to control your costs when you have nitrogen. Concessions can cost different at all levels. That's why we went with we went with the guys at CryoBuilt because we understood, yeah, the technology costs a little bit more, but the cost to run it is, is minimal. And the beauty of that is we could have people in clubs and say, hey, what I would suggest to a club is when, you, when you're going to bring somebody through cryotherapy, the first step is educating them on exactly what's going to happen. And it's baby steps. It's putting them inside of the cryo chamber, or even going inside with them for a minute to a minute and a half and letting them see this isn't that bad, but also letting them know, hey, if you only make it a minute, that's okay. We're gonna get a minute today. Tomorrow, we're gonna get two minutes. So it's understanding that a lot of people don't like to be cold, but if you can just tell them what's gonna happen when they're in that chamber, tell them the outcome, how they're gonna feel, and then let them know, hey, you don't have to do all three minutes right now. That's, that's the first step, it's breaking down the barrier. It's, it's funny because when people come out of the cryo chamber, we've been trying to film their reactions. We can't film their reactions because the typical is, oh shit, that was amazing. <laughs> I think this is crazy. And so it's like, it's kind of like they get so excited when they come out. You're like, okay, just, we're going to mute this part out, but we want to show everybody <laughs> how good you feel right now. So kind of, I know I went off on a tangent, but going back to it, the first step is just because you have cryotherapy doesn't mean people are going to show up for it at all. It's not a build it, they will come scenario. It is educating people and talking about how it's going to affect them. It boosts immunity. So right now, cryotherapy and COVID, you have got to be advertising that. That's the buzzword right now. Then it also, for me personally with cryotherapy, we put a lot of people in cryo before they actually do the workout because it doesn't take them the 10 or 15 minutes to get warmed up that it traditionally does. Because as we all know, the outcome of cryo is better blood flow. So when we get out of that cryo chamber, I can take somebody and put them right into a workout. And they're appreciative of that because a lot of their time limited sometimes. They don't want to warm up. Um, so back to that, it's just, it's understanding that every single cryo client is going to be a little bit different. And every single one of them is either going to be scared to death to get in that chamber, or they're just going to go right in and try to go to the extreme level. There's no yeah. middle ground there. Yeah, I did it with a group of, of three people because we, yeah, we had one of the electric chambers and so we were able to go in together and it was, it was just honestly, it was a blast. Like we were all just like dancing and, you know, screaming and laughing for the three minutes that we were in there. Um, and it was a lot of fun. But what did you think before you went in it? What was your fear? Uh, I mean, yeah, just like, is it going to be bearable? <laughs> yeah. It, but what, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I guess like, what was your preconceived notion besides that? Was it, am I going to freeze to death in here? Or, I mean, what were you worried about before you did cry? Um, I think, I mean, 
obviously I'm a little bit more educated, I think, than the average consumer. So I, I definitely understood the benefits and was excited to do it. Um, yeah, I think the biggest fear was just, yeah, is it going to be bearable? Like, am I going to actually be able to stay in it for the, I think it was two minutes that we did it actually. And that's what we found too, is at first when we brought cryo in, we were hell bent on, okay, you got to go in there and guys, we just want you in shorts. We want you shirtless. We figured out real quickly, look, let people go in and full clothes if they want to. We yeah. know that's not, we, we understand. And for people on the podcast, we're like, he's wrong. I'm, I promise I'm not here. When people go in in full clothing, they don't get they don't get the intended full effect. But the reality is, that's a starting point. Let them yeah. go in. Each time they come in, they're going to shed a little bit more until yeah. they get really, really comfortable. Um, the other point to clubs I'd like to make is cryo is massive for pain management. It's it's a wonderful tool for pain management. But what a lot of people don't realize is the skincare effects. We've had a lot of ladies that started with us because they had some lower back issues. Six months later, a lot of these ladies are still crying two and three times a day. And they're like, I can't believe how my skin looks. So I think a lot of clubs are going to get stuck advertising cryo for fitness only. The reality is it's aesthetics, it's wellness, and it's overall athletic recovery. You've got yeah. to hit them all three sections. Yeah. Yeah. Any other tips for monetizing it? I know you mentioned don't give it away. Do you incorporate into a package? How does that look? Yeah, we do. What we've done a lot is, and when I say don't give it away, it's important to understand you're going to have to give away a session or two. You know, you don't, you don't want to do it free for everybody, but what we've done is we offered every regimen member, you know, one free cryo to test it out. And then what we have is we have drop-in rates for non-members, people that are just coming off the street, and then we have our member rate. Well, you don't have to necessarily buy a membership to covery to get the member rate because you're already a member at one of our other places. So yeah. I would suggest to clubs that, you know, again, talking about going to electric and the reasons why we do it, people like unlimited cry options. They like to know I can come in here as much as I want. So what I would do and suggest to clubs is you, you make it very simple. You have either a four pack for once a week, an eight pack for twice a week, or you just put them right in unlimited. And the beauty of that is you can charge, you know, two to $400 a month for that, depending on your market. At yeah. the end of the day, it truly is all profit because there's not a whole lot of cost to run the sessions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's great for operators to know right now. I know everyone's looking to recoup revenue from the last couple of years and grow. So that, and, and the last thing I'll say about it is what you really want to do with a cryo is look around you, see who else has it. But for the most part, this is a great way to get in with chiropractors. It's a great way to get in some other medical professionals because a lot of these people realize the power of cryo and it's a great way to kind of co-op around your community. Yeah. That's a great tip. So any other um, advice on recovery or any other thoughts that you'd like to share on that? Yeah, just if you're going to do recovery, don't half ass it. You can't dip your toe in the sand with recovery. And this is a, this is truly a business within a business and it, it, it demands the respect of, of its own separate business. I mean, we have been, We've been blown away with recovery. We've already got we've already got over twenty signed locations for franchises in our first couple of months. Amazing! And it's it's just been amazing the response from people because I think the important thing to understand about recovery in general for clubs to add is this: it's instant gratification. There is nothing in the fitness club that we can do for a new member that truly offers instant gratification. It, it's difficult. With this, when you put them in a cryo or you put them in compression pants, 
they tend to say, here's my credit card, just keep running it until it runs out because this just feels so good. So more than anything else, focus on making people feel good. It's gonna, you'll be surprised at the avenues that open up yeah. from that. Well, and, and again, last thing is, you know, you don't have to start all in, but you have to start with a plan. You have to say to people, okay, here's why you wanna do cryo. And here's why after cryo doing sauna or doing a red light is good. So build it based on the science and build it based on what you think your members will actually engage in. Yeah, love it. Great advice. All right, well, let's end on a little bit of a fun question. <laughs> um, what's a fun fact about yourself that others in the industry maybe uh, um, may not know about you? Again, I always go back to this, uh, being in the industry as long as I have and working for as many companies as I have, um, I mean, people get it. I basically found out in the industry itself is that I was just an unemployable individual. I always had these <laughs> crazy big ideas. And I'm, you know, this is my apology to all the bosses I had out there in the past. Um, I think that for me, it's just, for me, the fun fact is I can't put anything in a box. I, we, I, you know, as a franchise, we talk about stay in the box. I love to color outside of the lines because I think taking risk personally is just much more exciting than doing the status quo. And yeah. so that's probably not an exciting fact for people, but I've been doing this so long now, the last couple of years with these two brands, I haven't had anything really exciting and fun happen in the life other than starting to have a lot of franchisees become family with us. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I think that is a fun fact and it's a good thing you're your own boss now. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think I am, but most of the time, <laughs> what you really find out real quickly is you're not your own boss at that point in time. <laughs> Everyone else is your boss. So it's, it's that uh, it's servant leadership. And I think that's something that was, it's been hard for me to learn that, but that's been, an, it's been probably one of my best lessons. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, EK. I really appreciate your time. Just, you know, sharing your insights on regimen, the recovery, recovery. Um, it's been great. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. And that wraps up this episode of the Club Solutions Magazine podcast. Thank you for listening. And if there are future topics you'd like me to cover in upcoming episodes, please let me know at rachel at clubsolutionsmagazine.com.